This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Today on KWTX at 4, you don't have to travel far to get authentic Italian gelato, wine, and pizza. La Bottega by the Campolese is bringing the taste of Italy to Waco. And the Greater Waco Chamber invites you to the free Midtex Farm and Ranch Show. The two-day event kicks off tomorrow, and today we're getting a preview. Plus, a closer look at an app that teaches children how to save, invest, and spend money. KWTX at 4 starts now. Thanks for joining us. I'm Justin Early here with Lauren Westbrook. If you receive push alerts from our news and weather apps, you probably got one earlier today declaring it a first alert weather day for today and tomorrow. Yeah, many of us have experienced the wet and windy conditions outside. We're going to turn now to first alert meteorologist Camille Hawks. We're tracking this weather as it makes its way into our area. And Camille, how is this going to impact us in a different way over the next few days? I'm hearing a lot about the wind. Absolutely, Lauren. You know, you said the word impact, and I think that's what I want to touch on here is why we have a first alert weather day in the first place is we want to alert you with the mu as much time as possible to be alert on these impactful weather conditions. And tonight it's going to be all about the winds. We've already had some strong winds across the area. We had a wind gust of 60 miles per hour through McLennan County earlier. That was actually our first wave of winds coming through. The winds right now have kind of calmed down a little bit. We only have winds anywhere from about 10 to 20 miles per hour, but notice these reds, these yellows, uh, those are going to start to come our way as we go throughout the next several hours. And most of the extreme winds are still yet to come. We have those pushing through the overnight hours as well. So we'll walk you through here. Uh, your first alert future cast showing you the wind conditions getting even stronger by about five, six o'clock in the evening. Overnight, midnight, we're talking wind gusts up to 30, up to 50 miles per hour. That range 30 to 50. That could knock out some power lines. Maybe even some tree limbs could be down. You'll hear those winds howling out there tonight again, which is why we have that first alert weather day in place for today and into tomorrow because of this overnight time frame. Those strong winds will continue into the morning as well. Still seeing gusts up to about 40 miles per hour uh, throughout the day. They'll gradually start to come to an end uh, or come down lower, but still we expect to see some strong wind conditions throughout most of the day tomorrow. So that's why we do have a wind advisory in place all the way through six o'clock tomorrow. Eventually the winds will start to change direction later on this week, but right now it's all about those cold and windy conditions. The rain over the last six hours was nice to see across central Texas, but the rain is coming to an end. The sky is going to clear. We have those strong winds and it's going to get super chilly in the morning. We'll talk about what those wind chill values will be like as you get out the door in the morning in just a few minutes. All right, Camille, thank you. Now on to our daily four for the day, and you might have seen this on social media this weekend, but more news today. Alaska and United Airlines have now canceled hundreds of flights while investigators try to find out what caused a door panel to blow out during an Alaska Airlines flight. It happened Friday night, mid-flight, three miles in the air on a Boeing 737 MAX 9 jetliner. And now the FAA has ordered all 171 of those planes in the U.S. pulled out of service to fix any issue that could have led to this. They don't know what it was yet. They're trying to find out, so this never happens again. Uh, we're learning more today about that terrifying incident, though. Again, it happened at 16,000 feet shortly after taking off from Portland, leaving a gaping refrigerator-sized hole in the aircraft. And the force was so great, this blows my mind, it pulled a boy's shirt off, blew it out of, of the plane, ripped open the locked, fortified cockpit that was 26 rows away, the cockpit door was blown open. Amazingly, nobody was seriously injured. And fortunately, 
no passengers were seated directly next to that section of the plane that blew out, which I'm so grateful for because if you see those, they're kind of lopsided and you yes. can tell they were losing their, their ability to stay gripped. Um, and the panel that you saw that was blown out, that was uh, ended up in the backyard of a teacher, a Portland school district teacher. He called to report this. Um, but other things that blew out with that kind of suction, you had headrests on some of the seats that were sucked out. People lost their AirPods and at least one person lost an iPhone. And that was found on the ground, still working. Again, still this is working. Still working. When which I is heard about great. the phone, I yeah. was like, is it a Nokia? <laughs> is which, it one of one these is older it? brick like phones? Like the, the heavy ones, yeah. No, an iPhone. So incredible. But I did read another story about mm -hmm. someone gripping their child. Oh, I imagine so. Because, yeah. I mean, if that shirt flew off of the right. boy and your child is near that yeah. area, I mean, that's terrifying. It's, I mean, even if you were just the next row over, not much better. But, but isn't it amazing that on that plane that those two seats were not Yes. Filled. I'm so glad to hear that, but I hope they can figure this Thank out. Lord. And praise to you know the people that made the decision to ground those planes and figure it out, so no one else mm -hmm. has to deal with this. Apparently, uh, for the past, I think it was three weeks or three months, this plane's been in service. I've got to check that. Um, there were a couple of warning lights um, that had to do with the pressure. They didn't know what that was, but something said the pressure was off in the plane. So investigators trying to see if that had to do with this, vice versa, what's going on. Answers coming, hopefully soon. Now it's number two in our daily four. Yes, the Golden Globes, a big night for Oppenheimer, Succession, and The Bear. This was the 81st Golden Globe Awards ceremony. Oppenheimer dominated the show, winning five awards, including Best Drama, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Director. I will say, I watched it in theaters. I thought it was incredible. The top comedy musical film prize goes to Poor Things, for which Emma Stone also nabbed the Best Actress in a Comedy or Musical Award. On the television side, Hulu's The Bear dominated the comedic categories with wins for Best Actor Jeremy Allen White, Best Actress Ayo Adebiri, and Best Television Comedy Series. HBO's Succession, we knew this one was going to mm -hmm. do well. It took oh, yeah. top television drama as well. Acting awards for Sarah Snook, supporting actor Matthew McFadden, and Kieran Culkin. Here's his reaction after he won. I was nominated for Golden Globe like 20 years ago. And when that moment passed, I sort of remember thinking, I'm never going to be back in this room again. And, uh, which was fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> but thanks to Succession, I've been in here a couple times, it's nice, but I sort of uh, accepted I was never going to be on the stage, so this is a nice moment. Suck it, Pedro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Pedro, Pedro alone, we though, see, Kieran. <laughs> we wanted to see his face because he, for a moment, he kind of shot back to Pedro Pascal, and he had kind of like a chuckle, and then he kind of went sad, basically. Oh, he has that it. good sense of humor. He has a great to sense of humor, well. and yeah. they must have a good rapport to be able to do that. Yeah, for sure. Great. Indigenous actress Lily Gladstone also made history, by the way, for her drama acting win for *Killers of the Flower Moon*, and Netflix had a good night. Beef nabbed the best limited TV series prize. That's one I always pass mm -hmm. by that I've been wanting to watch. So yeah, they have well, to. also Ali Wong and Steven Yun, who are or you and I believe they're, they're in that together that in that series and they both received awards in their categories, too. So it's apparently gotten a lot of praise. I love the Globes, though, and that we got to have them on CBS this year, which was fantastic uh, because you always get some surprises uh, here and there. And that's always nice to see who they're going to give a little accolade to to kind of perpetuate what they stand for and what they're kind of, what kind of work they're doing. So a fun show to watch for sure. <clears throat> now, number three in our daily four and uh, this morning, rocket a rocket launch launched from Florida's Cape Canaveral carrying the first U.S. lunar lander in decades. But several hours after separating, 
a problem occurred. The company that built the rocket says it suffered an anomaly, quote unquote, and it may not be able to land on the moon. Astrobotic had hoped to be the first private company to land a craft on the moon. The company says its scientists are working to see if the rocket will still be able to complete its mission. It's loaded with equipment to gather data for future moon missions, but it's also carrying mementos from other countries, including photographs, novels, and a piece of Mount Everest to Ooh. give to the moon, or put on the moon surface. Um, so we hope that they can figure out how to make it work. If you've seen any of those movies about the space program, the folks they have working on these kinds of projects are, are genius engineers and, and they're good problem solvers. I believe there's a way to probably fix this. I hope that they can find out what to do. So yeah, we we'll sure see. hope so. Yeah. And if not, maybe they can get some help from this next company because okay. they seem to just stand the test of oh, time. It's true. If you're looking for a career change, <laughs> Oscar Meyer has the job for you. They are looking for Wiener Mobile drivers. The company is hiring a dozen hot doggers. They're calling it a rare and coveted job, Justin. I, I, listen, I wouldn't be afraid to drive that thing. You get, if, you, if you like attention, get behind the wheel of a Wienermobile. I mean, Look at that's all your those. thing. Yeah, <laughs> they are interested in getting behind the wheel of the iconic 27-foot-long hot dog on wheels. If you are, you can apply on the Oscar Mayer website through January 31st. It's going to be a full-time job lasting for a year. Drivers will visit more than 20 states. The base salary is $35,600. I have met some of these drivers in the past mm -hmm. through our careers when they stop through different towns. They are the happiest people I've yeah, ever met. So. And listen to this, there's also a weekly allowance of $150, 18 days off paid time, full health benefits, and 100% of your hotel expenses. Well, that's so, nice. Okay. I would like to see the inside of, of one of those things because they do look pretty one cool. Time. Yes. Yeah. It's glamorous. It's also interesting the way that, do you notice, because when you think of the hot dog, it has a bun on each side, like inside the bun. I, I guess in my head, I filled in the blank, but if you see it, it's just like one bun that it's on top of, like a tostada, just kind of flying down the road. <laughs> so I don't know. I just I thought that was kind of interesting. But in either way, it's fascinating and fun to check those things out. And speaking of driving, Camille, uh, future wind speeds might be a little harder to drive to into tonight and tomorrow, even if you are in a wintermobile. Yes, definitely. It's going to be one of the double hands, two hands on the steering wheel kind of day because the wind gusts are going to get even stronger as we progress into the evening. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.